Welcome to the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose, and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. What is up, everyone? It is your man on fire mentor, David Mailer, coming to you today on a very hot, and I mean hot, topic. So, remember, some men fear the fire, and some men become the fire. So if you want to become the fire, get closer to the heat, because we're going to get into this topic today, which really has to do with, is the sex that you're having with your wife, with your partner, is it robotic? Is it transactional? Is it chore-like? Is it disassociated and disconnected? That is the magical question. Is the sex that you're having with your partner robotic, chore-like, transactional, disassociated, and disconnected? We all know there's this word called sex, and then there's this word or saying called making love. And I would say that it's very fair to go with the understanding that many men, and I would have put myself into this category at least until my early 40s, we didn't grow up in a healthy uh, culture that taught us what sex really is. You know, a lot of us, and I'll speak for myself, I remember, you know, you would find something pornographic in nature, either in your parents' home or one of your friends' home, and next thing you know, there's a video on, and you're seeing this as uh, the cultural upbringing and the educational material trying to show you what sex is. And it's not our fault that we were exposed to this um, way of teaching at such an early age. And then through the movies and the TV shows and the immaturity around it all, we were encultured into having a very naive and a very immature relationship to sex. So what do I, what do I even mean by that? Well, let's start by me sharing with you When I think of sex, I think of really there's an art to making love. And what what does making love even mean? It's where two people can fully lose themselves by finding themselves, by finding who you are, your organic nature, your rhythm, your true essence. Losing yourself and merging with your partner where one plus one doesn't equal two, one plus one equals three, where through the union of your surrender, where you're fully exposed and vulnerable and your partner's heart is fully online and your heart is fully available, being able to run the energy up from the pelvis through the heart chakra, where the two of you merge and have a spiritual connection, a spiritual bonding where your love 
and the merging of your love and the surrender brings you into an orgasmic state of bliss, of oneness, of rapture, of awe, of unity, and of omnipresence. It brings you closer to God. How many men, you know, listening to this can say, oh yeah, that, that's exactly what happens to me. My partner and I fully surrender. We're vulnerable. We're looking into each other's souls. Our hearts are connected. Our breathing is synchronized. The energy is running up. And we uh, completely surrender and feel like we have direct portal to God's love. How many of you are, are truly living that way through your lovemaking? And I'd say that, sadly, it's a small percentage. And I was in that category into my early 40s because I didn't understand what making love was. I didn't understand what surrender was. I was raised more in the realm of, uh, you know, being with a woman was another plaque, another trophy, another success, another achievement, another check mark of, you know, how many people could you sleep with or be with and to fill that void, to fill that emptiness, to finally feel like I'm enough, to fill that void of unworthiness and unlovableness. So many men will try to sleep their way out of that pain and they see the woman through the lens of them being a trophy, something that gave me this temporary satisfaction of significance. I'm finally important enough. I'm special enough. It never works. It never lasts. It's no different than the cheeseburger, the Whopper, the Big Mac. It's so good when you're having it. And afterwards, you wonder, why did I do that? Why, why did I sell my soul to the devil? So I wanted to be clear that there is this possibility of being that raw and that naked and that vulnerable and that exposed and so visible through your soul that two people could merge so brilliantly and so beautifully to experience what making love truly is. And then there's sex where, you know, for the guy, the end game is to get off, to have an orgasm, to come, to release, to dissipate the tension. And sadly, many of us um, bring that into our relationship where we lose sight of the sacredness of our partner and we lose sight of that it's our job to protect her, to be her guardian, protect her emotions, protect her physically, protect her mentally, protect her spiritually, be that gatekeeper to her heart. But if we're using our partner for sex, if if we're just going through the motions because we have an agenda, which is to release this tension, to get off, to ejaculate, then what? How does that make her feel? How does that make her feel? Where she can't feel your heart, she can't feel the safety, she can't fully open. She can't fully open and get out of her head. And what if, what if she feels that she's just sleeping with you so that you stop being a jerk, you stop being condescending, you stop putting her down, being passive aggressive, aggressive aggressive, and she's doing it just to get you off of her back and you're missing the mark, you're missing the signals, you're missing the cues, you're missing the subtleties of she's not even there. She's not even there. And you're asleep too. Because to be with your partner when they're not fully available is abusive. I'm not going to use the strong word that starts with the letter R, but it's abusive. It's abusive to use your partner in this way. And the reason that that happens is because there's a disconnection within the relationship. 
there's a lack of trust. There's a breach in trust. There's a breach in safety. And so the sex, the making love, has been reduced to the minimum of transactional, going through the motions, mechanical, robotic, disassociated, disjointed, disconnected. That's not what it's for, gentlemen. And we're not here to use our partner so that we can get off. Go get off on your own if that's your agenda. A woman's heart is sacred, her body is sacred, and we need the rise of the masculine leaders to come into this place of maturation and maturity and do enough work on yourself. Grow yourself enough where your partner wants to open to you. She wants to surrender to you. She wants to be yearned for, longed for, cherished, worshipped, and opened up to herself and opened up to God. She wants that. But you have to earn that. You don't get to take that. You don't get to manipulate that. You don't get to use her. She's not your machine or a means to, for you to get out of pain or out of tension. So for some of you, if this hurts, if this stings, it should. I was there too. We're so clueless, right? We're like cavemen. We don't wake up. We got to wake up and take a higher level of responsibility of recognizing that it's time to graduate college and high school love and the guy that he hates his life. So he's just going to have the affair or go to strip clubs in Vegas. And yeah, that'll fill the void. No, it won't. Sex will never fill the void. No matter how many partners you have, it'll never fill the void. What, what will fill the void is your commitment to growing yourself as a man. Your commitment to growing yourself as a man. And evolving your consciousness where you become more awake. And you will become awake to how asleep you are. And in doing so, you will become awake to how many people you've hurt. And that's painful. That is super painful. But that's where the journey begins. Most of you will try to stretch it out as long as you can. Try to avoid exactly what I'm talking about right now. You think you could outrun your pain. You think you could out... Out, outsmart it through your accomplishments and achievements and the sex. It won't work. Never has, never will. Get off of it. Come back down. Drop your ego and drop into your heart. It's time. It's time that we support each other in this higher level of truth. Higher level of truth. Who do you want to be if your daughter was watching? What kind of a man do you want her to be with? Wanted to be with a guy that just wants transactional sex. Disjointed, disconnected, disassociated, going through the motions just so he can get off so he's not grumpy. Or do you want her to be with a man that his energy is so clean and so pure and he's grown himself to such a degree that she can soften and feel safe and surrender and reveal the magnificence of her heart. I'm guessing you'd like her to be with that type of man that contains his energy and that sees sex as making love and sees that as an opportunity to have a union emerging with a higher power, higher energies, perhaps God for some of you. 
Well, how, how will she attract that man if you're not modeling it for her? And for those of you that are, awesome, great job. For those of you that are already living this way and have a mature relationship with sex, congratulations. Job well done. I'm sure you put in a lot of work. You reap what you sow. And, you know, your whole journey with Man on Fire, guys, is to want to evolve, want to grow, want to live in your heart and get out of your head. And sadly, many men lack commitment. They lack the ability to stay with it and to play the long game. Everyone wants the short-term fix. That's why we call it sex. Get in, get out. I feel better. Tension released. Boom. The crappy food. All these decisions that later in life we wish we didn't make. They were all you playing the short game. You just wanted out of pain. And sadly, there's not enough guys that are playing the long game. Because we have been indoctrinated into a world of wanting to get out of pain today. You don't like what you're feeling? Don't worry. We got pills for that, potions for that, lotions for that, women for that. We'll get you out of pain. And it doesn't work. So it's not for the weak. It's for the strong and the courageous to want to evolve and grow yourself. How many men are up for that challenge? And then there's the whole issue, which maybe I'll talk about next week, which is so many guys trying to do it on their own. Stubborn lone wolves. You'll get there. But you'll have probably thrown away precious years, which is the most precious commodity in the world is time. We were meant to travel in a pack, the wolf pack. We were meant to travel as a tribe, as a brotherhood, in community. This is how we grow. This is how we rise. Men rise through challenge. Women have sisterhoods. They have circles. Men have lost that rite of passage to gather around the fire, the tribal energy, the warrior, the king, to be able to come back into this place of remembrance that we are here to support each other to rise. Today we live in a world where guys are cutting each other down, right? You don't have to look beyond some of the Facebook comments that come in on my different channels and all these negative comments of guys trying to project stuff onto me when we all know in reality they're really just talking about the guy in the mirror. All their pain of not feeling fulfilled in their own life masked by the ego and projections onto myself or somebody else for that matter. Short-term solution to get out of pain never works. Cutting another person down when you have the opportunity to build them up. What What is going on in today's world with men? So yeah, there's a lot of men that have transactional sex, robotic, chore-like, going through the motions. And if that doesn't hurt you, if that doesn't bother you, if that doesn't gnaw at you, wake up. Your wife is not there for you to use her. She's not there for your entertainment or to satisfy your needs. This is 2023, gentlemen. It's time to become more conscious and more awake and see the sacredness 
of our partner. Now they have a role, they have a responsibility. They they can choose growth for themselves, and they can choose to do the work and to reveal their heart and to stay soft, even when you're being a jerk and you've lost your way. They they can do their own work, but in the man on fire world, we always say that the man goes first. The man must go first and create the safety. There's probably been so many micro betrayals and macro betrayals that the safety just simply isn't there. So you get all these guys that message me, why is it always on the guy? Why is it always the guy's fault? Why is it always the guy that has to make the changes? Why is it always the guy that has to do the work? Isn't it a two-way street? Isn't, doesn't it take two to tango? Why is all the blame always on the guy? You know, My simple answer to that is please stop. Like Just stop with your complaining. Stop with the victimhood. Just stop. If you're in a relationship that you're not happy with and you are dishonoring your truth in, in your heart and in your soul, then respectfully leave it. Stop complaining, my God. What you're really complaining about is you don't feel you have the ability, the courage and the leadership to communicate from a place of power, not force, and actually get through to her heart. So you're frustrated that you lack the emotional and spiritual development because you probably haven't done the work to engage in those types of conversations with your partner. So then you come back and yell at me, why is it always on the guy? Why is it always the guy's fault? I never said it was anybody's fault. You'll never be in a healthy relationship when you think that it's somebody's fault, including an affair. It's, nobody, it's never anybody's fault. It's all about taking conscious ownership and responsibility, which many men don't want to do. So much easier to point a finger. So much less work. So much easier to talk about than to look in the mirror and take ownership. Go back and listen to one of my uh, podcasts where I talk about affairs. That affairs don't end marriages. How they're handled ends the marriage. So, what are we hearing today, guys? What What are you hearing in all this? What are you learning for yourself? Are you Are you waking up? You know, for those of you listening, if you recognize that you have not really honored the sacredness of your wife, you have allowed the sex to become transactional, even even when you know she doesn't really want to do it, but she's just like, doesn't want to deal with your attitude, doesn't want to deal with your grumpiness, doesn't want to hear you bitching for a week, so she gives you sex, that's not Okay. That's not okay, and you need to own that. And you need to clean that up with her. And again, what does that mean? It means you got to earn your way. Earn your way into her heart. Earn your way into her opening. Earn your way into her wanting to be made love to. But that requires work. And again, so many men want the easy way out. So for those of you listening, if you're starting to recognize you've sold your partner short and there have been times where you've manipulated the situation, overrode her boundaries, disrespected her in this way, go clean it up. Go clean it up and own it. Not with shame and guilt, but just own it. Talk to her heart from your heart and start to build that trust and you can have this in your life. 
you can have this beautiful union of making love where the sex stops being transactional, where it feels empty afterwards, right? Just feels empty. Like, what was that? Where was she? Where was I? No bueno. No good. All right, guys. This is a short one today. I just wanted to come on and speak to this topic because we are living in a world right now where so many people want out of pain and they want the quick fix. And we're having more relationships now with social media and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn and everything's become like a virtual world that we can't even be with another human being in an intimate way. And I believe that what's needed right now is intimacy. Bearing your soul to another human being, being vulnerable and visible, exposing yourself in this way, coming back into a human relationship where there's touch, there's feeling, there's vulnerability, there's beauty, there's awe, there's reverence, there's rapture. We have to get back to this place. And to get there, it's going to require the rise of the men to reclaim their rightful place on the throne and to come back into a place of maturation where you're out of your head and you're in your heart. You're rooted deeply in the earth, knowing who you are, connected to your power center, fueled by your heart, trusting in your intuitive guidance and knowing and connected above, connected above to the almighty. This is so needed right now. It's time for the rise. It's time to be a man on fire. It's time to have more passion, more power, and more purpose in our lives. For those of you that are tired of doing it alone, for those of you that want off of the Ferris wheel, want off of the merry-go-round, want off of the hamster wheel, you want to end Groundhog Day, you want to start stepping into your true potential, you want support, you want to be challenged, you want to be held to the fire, you want to be held accountable, you're ready to explore one of our coaching programs, let us know. I'd like to explore one of your coaching programs. Yes, they require financial investments. If you can't make an investment in yourself right now because it would be financially reckless, please don't apply to speak to one of our coaches. Continue to follow on all the free different platforms that I appear on until you're in a more responsible place. And don't send me hate mail that we only care about the money. No, you, nobody walks into an ice cream store and into a restaurant or goes to the movies or goes to a sporting event and says, oh, you guys just want the money. You won't let me in. You're just pissed at yourself that you haven't positioned yourself to be generating enough to actually invest in the things that you want. Please don't put that on us. We have free content. We have workshops for $47, $97, coaching programs that start as little as $2,000. And if you're not eligible, it's, we're trying to protect you. We're not here to offer free coaching to the world. It's not what we're about. We're, help, we're here to help you build up enough of your own personal value where you can start kicking ass in your life and respecting yourself enough where you can generate money and then you can spend it how you choose to. Sadly, most men spend it on crap. Cigarettes, alcohol, weed, strip clubs, 
massage parlors, pornography, and then they go, oh, I have no money to invest in myself. That's because you're not investing in the right areas. You're not invested in yourself. You're not invested in your growth. You're not invested in your family. You say you are, but you're not. Your words are empty. They're meaningless. You lie to yourself. But in the man of our world, we will never let you get away with that. We will hold your ass to the fire of truth. So you want to grow? Be challenged. You want to hide? Then don't allow it. Continue to hide. Continue to contract. Continue to blame and name and shame and judge and project. And you'll have the same life. That's painful. You deserve more than that, brother. So for the guy that needed to hear this and the guy that wants support, challenge, and accountability and is ready to invest in his growth so that everyone in his world can win, reach out to us and let us know. With so much love and so much gratitude to each and every one of you, it is your man on fire mentor, David Miller. See you guys soon. So much love. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer.